Boy, life. Right. Good. Excellent. So, uh, welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome again, once again, to the Inside Out Effect podcast. Uh, the self-proclaimed, I haven't said this well, the self-proclaimed number one global personal development co- podcast in the world. Yeah. The, the self-proclaimed, obviously. Self-proclaimed. Uh, and uh, I'm your host, Stephen Jakes, the co-founder of Healing the Mind and the Inside Out Effect. Uh, this is episode 42. And uh, we've done to, 42 episodes. 42 episodes. Wow, wow. that's incredible. Wow. That's amazing. Nearly yeah. as many people have watched it as we've yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably great. You know what I mean? But we, we love the loyal fans who do watch, thank you. I know. In actual fact, we, we actually had a fan who was going to come and join us tonight, but pulled out. We actually had someone reach out and said, Can I come and be with you in the We podcast? did, yes. But pulled out at the last minute. So yes. that's a bit of a shame, really, because that would yeah. be. We'd look forward to seeing you having having a presence. Yeah, exactly. I mean, being watched, having being a watched. spectator. Yeah, uh, having a live spectator <laughs> yeah, would be right. nice. Absolutely. Um, so, depends yes. If, depends if you heckled us or not, really, though. If you, if yeah. you start heckling us from the... From well, you'd be struggling having two of us then, wouldn't you? Exactly. <laughs> I'm out of more than that, but like, being a magician, I get heckled all the time. So yeah. Yeah. They used to say, you're shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I first no, started, that's what she would have said. When I first started, they did. They didn't last a while, but when I first started, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people do that. Especially with the insane cues and they were drunk. Yeah. Outside churches and places. Or was like it because he was just shit? <laughs> no, it was because they were drunk. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. I'm yeah. so supportive of you, mate. You are very I'm supportive. So yeah, yeah, I can, so, I can feel the love coming from you. I, know. I really can. It's, I know. But anyway, it's overwhelming. It is. Yeah, and I yeah. try to do that. I yeah, try to make you, you feel thank appreciated, appreciated and love. Uh, so, yes. So, uh, so this episode is actually in, uh, named uh, Why or How All of Our Beliefs drive and dictate our behaviours. And uh, but obviously before I do that, before I do that, uh, I'd like to introduce my my co-host, uh, my the creator of the Detail System, uh, the co-founder of the Inside Out Effect, and the uh, author of the book Decoding Pain: the Emotional Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain, as well as the DTO Handbook. I have what we would call the Maserati, <laughs> the Rolls Royce when it comes to mental and physical pain. Although he does look like the an Austin Allegro, uh, I've got the Austin Allegro. Yeah, I've got the Austin Allegro himself, uh, the amazing Jonathan Shaw. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> right? I enjoyed that. That's right? good. Maserati, the Austin Allegro. Yeah, brilliant. Well, you might be the, you might be that, but actually, when it comes to that, it looks you're a Rolls Royce and an Austin Allegro shell. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't. Oh, that's funny. I like oh, that. that. Anyway, anyway, what's my interior like? Uh, I don't know. I don't even want to go there. Don't go there. I'll ask for me to do. But anyway, uh, how are you doing, mate? Are you uh, are you actually all really excited about the grand reopening tomorrow? Obviously, where the people, uh, the people of the the country, have allowed themselves and given themselves permission to go back to work. uh, Because obviously, we've let a bunch of these amazing, deceitful, lying politicians who think they own us and tell us what we can do, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. and tell us where we can go and what we can do and when we can open. Um, you know, they can tell us. So actually, they've now given us permission to live our life again. Which ah, is, that's nice. Which is really kind of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, uh, and, and I, I, the question I want to ask is, why do we put faith in people that we don't know, that we've never met? We don't know if we can trust them or not. We don't know if they've been paid for, they're paid to tell what to say. Uh, let us control our life, dictate what we should believe, dictate our beliefs. And because uh, obviously when I clearly look outside in the real world, I don't see anything in the real world that relates to what I'm being shown on the TV screen. Not that I watch the TV screen, but I see snippets and enough of it. Um, you know, that doesn't resemble anything. Why, why do we do that as human beings? 
Well, it actually comes down to the title of this of this podcast: why, what, how beliefs drive our and dictate our behaviour. Um, you know, if uh, because people believe and they've been, they've been taught for so long, for centuries, we've been taught the government tell you what to do, they're in charge, they know best. Because we are taught that, that has just become the norm. Uh, and there's a small fraction of people, it's quite a large fraction of people really, uh, who actually just don't buy into that any longer. Um, but the people who do still believe that because they've been taught by their parents and their grandparents and their grandparents and their great, 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 and their father's 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 father. father. Yeah. Uh, because they've been taught through the centuries that you listen to government and they know best and they know what they're doing. Um, that that's what people do. So they then just they they buy into whatever they're taught or told. Same thing as a teacher. People brought, brought in this idea that that we should listen to teachers and teachers and knowledgeable know what we're talking about. Actually, no. Um, same thing in the medical profession. We're all we've all been taught that these people are know what they're doing. They're there for our best purpose and highest selves. And actually, they're not. They're just there to make money. And that that's the biggest problem. And that's how you can tell. You can tell if they're there to make money and make profit. That's kind of how you can tell if, if they're just making big money out of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, my life hasn't really changed since they locked everything down, uh, except that I wasn't able to go to shops. But I still went out, I still saw friends, I still I found places that were open that I could buy things from, and uh, you know, and I just continued my work. Like biscuits from mine. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd come out here for my biscuits, <laughs> and uh, so I couldn't go to shops. Bloody expensive biscuits, aren't they? It's, it's tough, tough times, though, mate. Yeah, it's tough times, yeah. I had, to try, I had to travel further as well yeah, for them, so it's expensive and petrol and everything. <laughs> Um, so, um, so yeah, I'm, so I'm not just a healer anymore, mate. I'm an entrepreneur. You're entrepreneur. Yeah. What you're making your own biscuits I as well now, now, are you? Why me? That's coming handy. Uh, Absolutely. Give John, John Lewis a call. I will. Um, so, so no. So, I'll, if you believe whatever you believe is going to be your reality, if you really believe that that the government uh, tell you what to do and, and they're in control, then that's the way you're going to respond. Yeah. Um, and sadly, the, most people don't realise the government is a corporation. It's a business. It's listed on HMRC as a business. Yeah. And, all and they're just employees to the shareholders of the business that aren't your government. And be whoever the central bankers are or the elite families or the yeah. royals or whatever, whoever it is, we don't know. But they're just basically mouthpieces for the people that own. So I'm but, not, but all businesses are there to make money. The yeah. gov- business, the government, there to make money. So everything they do is based on making money. And if you follow the money trail, follow the paper trail, you can see where it all leads back to. Yeah, so everyone who's who's lost their businesses and shut businesses down because they believe they had to because they thought the government could actually instill laws. The government can't instill laws. It's nonsense. They only do acts and legislation. That's not law. Yeah. So Illegal isn't against the law. People don't realise that either. And there are some people out there who've kept their business open because they understand the law and there's, they've been fine to keep their business open because they understand the law. Um, it's just a lot of people, you know, around the world think, not, think they have to shut not, down. Yeah, but it's just, it's just a case of being, I'll say, ignorant or naive to actually the law. Yeah. And actually realise that, you know, uh, the law isn't what we what people perceive as the law. And like no. Illegal illegal isn't against the law. Uh, and that's the whole thing, and it's the maritime law and the common law thing. But anyway, but again, I don't want to get to... Out, but, but again, when you hear it's a law, that comes down to a, a belief driving your behaviour. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. if you think something is law, it can leave you in fear, it can leave you worrying, because yeah. that's what they do it for. Uh, uh, and you think you're going to get in trouble, so you then follow... Yeah. Uh, and then and then you see people get in trouble. This is this is this is where they're very clever. So if a, if they really want to instill a belief, whatever it is, but in this case we're talking about government things. If they really want to instill a belief, they will show you. You will see people get in trouble for going against this law. Yeah. And that will reinforce a bit. In reality, that's all fake and made up. Yeah. So. Well, so, yeah, so far, every single court case that's gone against the coronavirus act has been funny. 
Yeah, every, one, every, one of them's actually been... Every person that went against the Coronavirus Act 2020 that broke the law, when it went to court, it got chucked out. Because it isn't law. Because it's not law. So the Supreme <laughs> so, yeah. Court will chuck it out. They'll just well, get rid of it. Yeah. Um, high court. High court. Sorry, court I'm, I'm on American slang. Yeah. So, uh, Have but a when day, it, buddy. Yeah. But, so when it gets to the court, they will sing it out because it has been. It's just it's it, people think, well, police officers give you a ticket, you've got to pay it. No, yeah, but that, but again, people don't even realise that that ticket that they were dishing out had nothing to do with the government and nothing to do with the police. It's actually a private corporation which was set up by police officers, yeah. and it has nothing to do with it. it. Had nothing to do with the police, nothing to do with the government. And the people that the shareholders of that company that was issuing the fines, uh, when you actually looked on company's house and saw the records, fifty uh, percent of it was profit, and the other fifty percent, guess where that got sent to? Back again? UK government. Oh, UK government. Yeah, okay. so the UK government was saying, yeah, you can fine everybody. You can keep 50% as long as and you give us 50%. Because we're not allowed to fine anybody because it's against the law. Yeah. So, so they're, just, they're just trying to make money out of people yeah. and scare people. But again, that's how belief drives behaviour. Yeah. But for that to work, the you know the, the belief has to be there for many years, which it has been. It's been indoctrinated into us. Over time. And a lot of beliefs, a lot of our beliefs that drive our behaviour do come from our childhood. So they've been there for years anyway. So as an adult, we are just doing something repeatedly over and over again without realising it because we was told it when we were very little, yeah. whether it was from a teacher at school or our parents or our grandparents. Or, oh, no, I or, still keep jumping out the window with a cloak on, hoping one day, you, just, one day just one day, I won't break my leg. Yeah, <laughs> well, you always wear a rebel. You always <laughs> oh, fly, I know, yeah, I know. Um, I've grown out the suit, though, but have you? yeah. Right. Now, now, see, that's actually a quite good example. That's a silly example. But see, that's an example of someone defying a belief, but not really knowing what they're doing. So, you know, so if, if someone says you can't fly, well, okay, that's fine. But if the Wright brothers had listened to that, we wouldn't have airplanes today. But I don't, I never remember the Wright brothers jumping out of windows, breaking their legs. Yeah. Maybe they did. I don't, I wasn't there. Um, but it's an example of, of how people, when you tell someone it's just a belief, and they say something silly like that, you know, you'll you'll say to people, well, the fact you haven't, you're not a millionaire is a belief system, and they'll go, well, I believe it now, so a million pounds will pop up. No, that's not the way that works. Um, your beliefs drive where you are in life, but the situation in life is not necessarily going to change instantaneously by changing your belief. You have to then change your actions, behaviour, thoughts, and gradually yeah, over time it changes. Absolutely, but the problem is. But the problem is, is that whatever we believe to be true, that is what drives our behaviour. So yes. that's why, because everyone believed this, what's been happening, and they believed because it's there, they behaved in a way that's, that's made them stay in their home, not see anybody, because that belief drives that behaviour. Yes. They haven't gone and checked to see if it's real or not. No. Because they've been told it and they believe it, that belief drives the behaviour. Yes. And that's the problem. And that's how indoctrination and brainwashing and all the rest of it happens yeah. universally. Yeah. Uh, if you give them permission to do that. Yes, right. Which I don't. No, you don't. I, give, you don't give them permission. Excellent. I do not give them permission. The first, whatever, everything they ever tell me, I go and check it out and research it first. Yes. Like I said back in, and if you go back and listen to the podcast on the nineteenth of or twenty something of when we had Wendy Smith on the, the coach, yeah, and I said to you, it took me two days to find out that you don't catch virus. Right, so now two that, days to find that see, out, now that's and example. I didn't even know. I mean, I was, I, I. I Believed you, I believed you caught viruses up until, and then when they actually come out and then said on the news, as soon as the news come out and put said, oh, you're going to do this, I thought, hang on a minute, because my instant gut is, is that most of the things they tell us is 
propaganda or, or not yeah. real true. So the first thing I did was go and look and start researching. Right. It took me two days, and then within two days I realised, you're lying to me again! But see, so that's an example of how Steve's beliefs drive his behaviour, because Steve's belief is, that, and he knows it to be true, but it, it's a belief still, yeah. that it that the government lie, and he yeah. can't trust what he sees. And the news, so, mainly the so, news. So that belief then drives the behaviour of him going to research and look it up for himself. Yeah, absolutely. So that is a good belief to have, because it drives the behaviour of him actually doing the research to look it up, to find the truth. But most people don't have that belief. Most people have the opposite belief. And believe that, that the government, the government and TV is 100% real. And, and it's safe. It's and, an only little screen there. about that thick, but all yeah, of but that stuff that's going on is it's, like, it's not so much that they believe the government are there for their benefit and would never harm them. Yeah. That's the belief that drives that behaviour. So they trust. Well, your belief is I don't trust. So you go and research. It's a trust element. Yeah, but okay, but surely, no, I'm just saying it, surely... Over a period of time, would you have not realised at any point that you can't trust the government? I mean, no, some people do. Okay, all right. So let's go and talk about. Here's a great song. So the the reason we the reason. Jonathan Ross, now, doesn't it? I'm after his job. Yeah. Uh, the reason why we went to war with Iraq was because of weapons of mass destruction, and then we went in, smashed it up, killed millions of people. And then they come out and oh, yeah, we lied. There wasn't no weapons of mass destruction. And the guy that actually exposed that ended up committing suicide in a bush somewhere <laughs> as well. And he got taken out. So there's loads and loads of instances over and over and over and again, repetitively, that they lie. Surely at some point you go, hang on a minute, they're lying to me. I can't trust them. You don't go back. It's a bit like me saying, lend us a tenner. I'll pay you back tomorrow. And they're not paying you back. And then tomorrow I come back going, lend us a tenner, John. And then you lend me a tenner. And then like me keeping it and not paying you back. And then on the third day going, lend us a tenner, John. And then lend me a tenner and not paying you back. How long do you do that before you go, hang on a minute. He ain't going to pay that tenner back. No, that's right? right. How long do you do that for? Well, and what's I, wrong with what's wrong? Well, I don't get it. I mean, for me, I'm like, well, this is obvious. Well, let's go and check it out. Well, yeah, I, 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 it, it, it comes down to um, uh, uh, a time delay thing. So it's like gold, uh, like pregnancy. If women actually remembered how painful childbirth was, they wouldn't give birth again. If people actually, re if the woman actually remembered, oh my god, that was so painful, don't never come near me again. They yeah, may but say the news the is moment. on every day, mate. No, no, I realise that, but because the news is on every day, that if the woman was consistently being embedded with that every day, she'd never have sex ever again. So because it's embedded every day, it reinstills the belief over and over again. So the belief is just being reinstalled. And if you look at anything that someone believes to be true, it usually is being reinforced daily or weekly. If you look at anything, um, you know, Brexit thing, you know, it was reinstalled daily and then had a break for a few months and it got reinstalled again yeah. and the more you reinstall even if a break if you then reinstall it again it reaffirms it, 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 it yeah. and it goes in deeper yeah it goes in deeper because yeah. when you have a conversation with someone if you say something then have a break and say it again it goes in deeper yeah. so it, it's it's i suppose the other thing as well is it's like a multi-pronged attack isn't it it's yeah. in your advertising it's in the tv shows it's in the government it's on the news it's 24 hours and it's everywhere you go out there and not only that not only that you've got all the pe yeah, people seeing the masks yeah. shops are making you do it yeah. uh, everywhere's doing it. everywhere's shut down so that reinforces it and so everything is just this whole constant constant 24-hour attack on our psyche to get that belief system instilled yeah. so you're being reinforced with a belief yeah uh and then they're going to go well that's the belief then there's nowhere else to look for other information yeah. and even if you go and google it you won't find it 
It's the same with anything. Well, the so, people on the TV and the media on Google. So the problem is, is exactly. the narrative that they're going to use, it's only a handful of companies that own it all, but that narrative is going to go across the board in all forms of media. Yeah. So that's the same with like Facebook, YouTube, all censoring all the doctors and everything that's coming out. Yeah. But they're also censoring it on YouTube, they're censoring it on Google, they're censoring it on Vimeo, all the same people that own, that own all the platforms. And then you've got to realise that the news is just basically one organisation that pumps out the news globally I can't remember the name of the company now, but they put out their, their, their 4 p 4 a.m. headlines and they put out what they want the news to be and every news platform says the same, says thing. The same thing across all, all the board. So then if you go and look at the mirror or if you go and research the mail or if you go and research the sun or if you go and research even some of the other, you know, less well-known publications, they're all going to have the same story because this is the this is the story that needs to go out today across the board. And they'll do it on the TV, they'll do it on the local yeah. news and, and that reinforces it. So if you do, this is my thing, is if you do actually question it, if you do actually question it, unless you really know what you're doing, it's very easy to fall into the trap. We go, well, it's on there, it's there, it's everywhere. I've looked, it's there. But it, 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 it goes for everything. So even if you put this put the whole the this whole gun thing aside, if you just take something simple as exercise, you know, whenever they want to instill something that's good for you, yeah. you know, like um, originally when the whole uh, Pilates balance ball thing came out, I'm not saying anything against the Pilates balance ball. But they fed it into so many places it was really good for you. And it became a craze because it was everywhere. Well, I know so many people injured themselves doing that thing. Because actually, unless your part is really, really good, your basics, you can't do that ball. You'll fall off it or injure yourself. So um, it, it's the same with anything. Once you once you see something lots, you then go, oh, I think, I think it's like when people look you up. They hit a website. They have to be uh, introduced to it seven times before they'll give you a call. Seven or 13 times before they'll make a purchase. So the more someone keeps being reintroduced something, whatever it is, where it's nutrition or exercise, that's right, where it's nutrition or exercise, if you're being reintroduced it time and time again and seeing the same advert and seeing the same thing, it's everywhere, you're going to hold that as a belief. Yeah. And then the problem with that is that if you then hold that as a belief, that then drives you behave and you go, oh, well, I must try that and give that because that's yeah. going to work. Yeah. And you keep doing that thing especially if you want to get better, which is about health and well-being, you keep doing that thing because you believe that's the way to go because that's the new thing. But in reality, you're not getting any better. You've still got the same problem, but you're doing something different and something new that's apparently going to fix you. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about the whole Pilates ball. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about lots of things. Yeah, everything, come out, everything comes out like yeah. that. Anything that comes out as a fad and a craze, uh, they'll drive it and they'll push it. Um, and a lot of these things don't solve the problem, but we keep doing it because we're told that's the problem. Yeah. You must do this. That's the root cause. And and that's the well, problem. This is the problem, system. and this is the solution. Is and, solution. I, and it's not the problem, and it's not the solution. It's no, that's right. It's... So they they actually make the problem and the solution up. Yeah. Um. And and then you're right, coming from a belief system. That, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know where. Well, where's that, that fucking at right that now? <laughs> but so so they create a problem that's fake. Yeah. And then they create a fake solution to the problem. Yeah. Um. Now I'm not saying Ilson disease is fake because it's not. But the reason you got ill disease is fake. Yeah. So they'll create. They'll say, oh, you're ill because of this. Uh, which is fake, and then this is the this is solution. Um, so that's the problem with with a lot of things. Even alternative therapies, they'll say, well, this is a solution. You know, they're good the nutrition things like that, but it's not getting you better. I mean, I spoke to two or three nutritionists in the past two weeks since we did the last podcast. Yeah, and they were talking to me, uh, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with nutrition. There's not, um, but they were still stuck. They were still struggling. And yet it was working for their clients and things like that. But they still had issues. The nutrition wasn't solving their problem. They might be physically healthy, but mentally they still got issues and problems. Nutrition ain't going to solve that. 
but their belief system is that it was going to solve that it was going to change so they kept doing and doing and doing it you can even fall into that trap with emotional things i, I fell into that trap as well I, I kept doing what i was taught um emotional wise the techniques i was taught to solve my problems so to solve my problems i kept doing everything i'd been taught in the tapping world in the theater world in all of that but it wasn't solving my problems so i fell into that trap yeah. of believing that was the answer and although the the basic premise of that was the answer the way the 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 the, the principles of it were not working and so it was only when i stepped out of that and someone reminded me that, that one of my clients you know was asking me questions how i did it um you know one of the reasons i i came up with something new was because i stepped away from, from, the model, from, the, from, from the model from the model yeah. I, I actually stopped learning more techniques yeah. i stopped doing courses i used to love courses I'd go on course, I'd interact with people, like-minded people. You were a seminar junkie, oh, always well, looking for that extra, that last was, little magic thing that's going to yeah. solve your problem. Yeah, and I liked interacting with people as well, I liked yeah. to learn my friends. So when I stepped away from that, I realised actually that wasn't helping because they're all coming from exactly the same model, yeah. just use a different technique, yeah. and it wasn't solving my problem. So stepping away, A, gave me a break, and then it took a bit of time, but a few years later on, then I came up with DTO. Yeah. But I'm glad you did, mate, and so are the you. hundreds of people that I've healed because, you know. But but if I'd have carried on being bombarded with that information, because I was doing courses regularly and I was using the information, yeah. if I continued to be bombarded with the same information, it clouded my brain so my brain couldn't search this, somewhere else. And it's not like I went on Google and searched for another answer either. I stopped that. But it gave my brain space to actually search inside and go, is this relevant for me? Does it resonate Man, with me in here? This is the big the big hook that everyone gets trapped into. Information is not reality. No. Right, I'll say that again. Information is not reality. Just information one is, more time, mate. Information is not reality. I can say I record that and put that in one of my tracks. Put it in a loop. Put it in a loop, yeah. Uh, but it's not. No. And this is where the problem is, is that we, because all of our issues that we have, as we well know, all of our issues are stored in the emotional brain, right? Everything. So everyone I heal, go to the emotional brain, find the conflict, switch it off, healed, right? The information exists in the logical brain. Yes. The logical brain is where we do language and understanding. That's not where the problem exists. No. So you can keep going and looking for more information, more information, more information, more information, but that's not actually going to solve, a, it's not going to solve the problem because the problem exists in another part of your brain where that's, where that's stored. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, you know, that whole, oh, it's good to talk to them because the talking exists in the logical brain as well. So I've got an example of this. So I, I've been treating um, uh, uh, a, a lovely young kid with BPD. Um, and all that just means is it's a label for having multiple disorders. Um, so now he's, he's proved to be quite challenging um, because he's got a lot of second game running. But so I was quite tough on him uh, about a week and a half ago because he wasn't getting any better because of secondary gain. And I said, right, you need to talk to your unconscious because he kept asking, he kept trying to analyse why he was the way he was with his logical brain. Yeah, that's And the right. problem with that is that won't work. Yeah. So he had all these understandings that he learned from all these therapists. He'd been taught so much information because he'd been to so many therapists and doctors and blah, blah, blah. His head was full of crap. His head was full of all these belief systems. Yeah. And every time he tried to understand it. he went to one of these belief systems but the problem is that just kept him stuck where he was so he wasn't changing his behavior or understanding because he thought the problem was logical which is what a lot of therapists think is logical once i got him to look to show him how to talk to his unconscious and rather than analyze what his unconscious says just take the response and switch it off it. or change it change the feeling. then 
Then he started getting results. Then he started healing and got yeah. better. He had a great session this week. It was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. But he and actually said to me, uh, working with his unconscious was getting yielding good results. But before, his conscious brain was questioning. Making up shit and believing the well, shit you make up. Yeah, but his, unco his conscious brain was questioning what his unconscious said because his yeah. unconscious become a random things that didn't make sense. So the unconscious holds all the information like Steve says. <laughs> well, no, but the unconscious holds information. It does hold But it holds random information that doesn't make sense. And that random information yeah. often to our logical brain can't possibly be the reason but actually is the reason. So if your brain goes, if I say to someone, you know, when you think about this scenario, what's your response? And they go, uh, and they go, well, I feel guilty because uh, I shouldn't feel that way. That that's not a logical response. Uh, logically, you why would you feel guilty about feeling a certain way? It's not logical, but that's what the unconscious does. Then you can have a belief that goes, well, I feel guilty um, uh, that I can't change the feeling. Then you might have a response that says, "Oh, I feel ashamed that I don't feel that, that I feel that way." And people think well, that's the same as the guilt. It's not. Yeah, no, it's in the not. unconscious mind, it's different. Yeah. So the problem is that when we believe something, it goes into our unconscious, and then unconsciously it's driving our actions and behaviours. And unless you can tap into the unconscious and rather than analyse it, just change it, then you're going to continue to go around in a circle trying to analyse yeah. why you're stuck. And the more you learn. The more you try and learn why you're stuck or why you have a problem, you're just adding more beliefs. You don't want to do that. If you want to find a response in you already, switch it off. Yeah. When you switch it off, you will have the answers to run your life. Yeah, absolutely. When you switch off everything you think and feel about the problem, the problem will go away and you will have all the answers you require. Yeah, I know. It's a, because absolutely. we do know things. We, As human beings, we are inherently built with the answers to things. But the reason we don't know the answer to our problems is because we've got too much other shit that's not true running in our system. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And then that drives our behaviour. Yeah, and, and if for people that don't actually get uh, beliefs drive behaviours, if you're about to cross the road and you saw a car coming, would you cross the road? No, because you believe that you're going to get killed and be hit by a car. Yeah. So your behaviour is... I'm not going to cross the road. <laughs> now we're not saying you should change that belief right, right now. No, that, that, that's a good one. That's okay. That's so, that's 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 keeping you safe. Yeah. No, no, but that's the point I'm making. So people, so that that's a, a great example of why or how beliefs drive behaviour. Right, the example. belief is I'm going to get injured, so I won't be, and I won't, my behaviour is to not cross the road. Yes. And in and in a very very surface level element of that, when you that's just a surface level element of that. But actually, as you go further down, deeper and deeper and deeper, it's exactly the same, but on a multitude of, of complexity things of why we behave or act or respond in certain ways. Yeah. For example, uh, the other half might come home and start shouting and screaming at you and you don't say anything or don't stick up for yourself. And that behaviour is because you've got a belief. That belief is, well, if I stick up for myself, he might leave me. Or if I say something, he'll get really cross. If I say something, he might hit me. If I say that, then we'll have a massive row. Blah, 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 blah. We have all these beliefs, but it's yeah. those beliefs that drive the behaviours to not have a boundary or stick up for ourselves. So those beliefs drive behaviours. So it happens at a crossing the road level, yeah. right the way down to a situation like that, yeah. or why, or for example, that you've just completely sick to your back teeth of your job and you hate everybody and you want to leave, but actually your beliefs is if you leave, you might not get another job and then you might lose your home, and so you stay in that job because your behaviour is, oh, I won't leave, I'll stay. Even though you really hate it. Yeah. Right? So, so that, that drives a behaviour. It's saying something you don't want to do. Loads of people do that. They they hate their job. They don't like the people they work with. They don't like their boss. But they're frightened to leave it. I in case the they can't get another job, do you? <laughs>
Well then get out. Quit. Of your own house. No, get out of your own house. Uh, leave me alone. No, 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 no. Um, so, so <laughs> be gone with you. I will. Um, so, and, and they do that quite frequently. I'm, I'm not, and, and the fear of leaving your job, the fear of not having any money is what drives that behaviour. And, you know, I, I worked with a client um, this week and one of her things was is she wasn't communicating with her partner. She wasn't telling her partner how she was feeling. And, and I don't just mean how she's feeling, I mean what was going on in her day. Yeah. Um, because uh, her belief was that she didn't want to be negative or she didn't want to um, bombard that person with information and she didn't want that person to run away. And, and I was like, well, if your partner loves you, they want to hear that information. Yeah. They don't want you blaming them or attack, but they want to know how you feel, they want to know how your day went, they want to know what happened in your day. Um, and she was running this belief that was driving a behaviour to not communicate effectively, and so that was stopping them connecting together. Well, what you communicate is the response you get. Oh, that's that's very intelligent, very witty, Do you like Mr. That? J. Yeah, that's that's, that's way. Where is what you communicate to... is the response you get. That's right. And if you're not getting the response that you want, it's because you're not communicating properly. Yeah. But what we do is we blame the other person for not reacting or saying or understanding what we said. But it's probably because we just made an assumption we haven't communicated properly. Yeah. And if you didn't get the right response, it's down to you. Go, hang on a minute. You obviously didn't understand what I was saying. I wasn't clear what I was saying. And then redress it. it. Uh, one of my uh, <coughs> a few years back, I was walking with one of my cousins in the park. And he'd just been out with his girlfriend. His girlfriend was upset with him because she asked him a question uh, of what he thought. And he went, that's all right. And she got mad at him. And he, 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 she just clearly wanted a response that was better than, that was all right. She wanted to hear his opinion. And he got upset because he was like, well, I don't want her to change me and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. She, and I, I had to point out that he wasn't changing. It was just his communication needed to change. Yeah. He, he, he wouldn't speak like that to a child. He went, I, I said, you wouldn't talk that way to a child. He said, no you change the way you speak, wouldn't you? Yes. It's the same thing. Yeah. You change your communication based on who you're with. And he kind of understood it once I explained it to him. But to begin with, he he was like, well, she's trying to change me. So he then went into fight mode and was fighting her on it. I was like, That's no. because he she, believed that. He be So it's a belief. So his belief drove, the belief that she was trying to change him, drove yeah, him to fight and, and create a problem. Yeah. Uh, whereas all she really wanted was to know his opinion on something. Yeah. Um, I actually saw, uh, you know, uh, there's a great there's a great TV show, old TV show, if you're in the UK, called Coupling. And it's an old TV show. And they do an episode... Is it, is it about trains? No. Oh. No, it's about relationships. Oh, okay. But they do a great TV show, with that, an episode about that, where the man is not, is asking the woman to make all decisions. And he's not deciding for himself. Yeah. Um, well, that's pretty common in most relationships well, these yeah. days, mate. So, uh, so, but the point is, all of these things are beliefs about yourself or the world that drive behaviour. Yeah. And unfortunately, the behaviour it drives often doesn't work for you because you're not getting the response back that you want in life. Yeah. And that's why we're trying to trying to tell you this is not just about health. Although we talk about beliefs from a health point of view, this covers everything. It covers relationships, and I don't just mean intimate relationships. Yeah. Jobs, I mean happiness, business relationships, love, business relationships, illness, sickness, diseases, your, all of it. Your kids, everything. The way, the way, yeah, the, the way beliefs. when you wake up in the morning, from the time you go to bed, your beliefs drive every single behaviour. As our friend Wendy says, it drives which sock you put on in the morning first. Yeah. It drives, you know, um, what side of bed you sleep on. It drives which side of you, you brush your teeth first based on your beliefs. Now, don't get me wrong, you don't have to analyse yourself to the nth degree, but if there's something... Trouble, I was going to say, you'd never, get, you'd never, you'd never leave, would you? But, no. um, I'll, have to decide, I'll get to the point now, looking in my sock drawer, going, ooh, 
Oh, what should I wear? Shit, which socks? Yeah, which and socks? Then, and then once I've decided the socks, I'll go, which one? Yeah. Which one first? Which what one, does yeah. that mean if I put the left one on first and, or the right one? And do I have the red stripe or the blue stripe? So, but the thing is, our beliefs drive our behaviour. So if you're doing something, if you're doing a behaviour right now you don't like, so again, I mean, I've got clients who they feel ashamed about certain behaviours they do. They know they do, but they can't stop themselves doing it. And sometimes it's a food thing because we crave food or we eat food. We know. I had someone just have. today. I was working on two people: one last night, and one today with food. Yeah. So all I did was switch off the behaviour. That that's it. What you do? That that's a very common thing. Um, we find people uh, eating when they don't want to be eating, binge yep. eating. That's what. It's a, and they don't like doing it. They don't want to be doing it, but they can't stop themselves. It. Which is just driven by a belief. Yeah. Same thing. If you're um, if you're addicted to alcohol or you're addicted to sex and you're having lots of affairs it's the same thing it's driving the behavior or you're you you have money issues again there's a belief driving the behavior if you if people people don't realize this about life situations they really struggle with this concept that if there's something in your life that's not working it is driven by a belief whether it's money issues or 100% job right. it is driven by a belief and if you find or a set of beliefs in that in that sort of scenario it's more of a set of beliefs it's not one belief really is going to change that there'll be a set of beliefs in the way uh, but if you find the beliefs and you remove the beliefs, then life changes pretty quick. I've just worked with somebody and she's actually been quite challenging. And we've just cleared a load of out of the system with this, this new process I'm using. And all of a sudden, she hasn't had a job for ages. She's got a, she got interviewed. She got a job instantaneously. And within a, a couple of weeks of clearing this out, she got the job. She was gobsmacked. She was yeah. blown away by it. Can I just say, that's basically, no. so just saying what you're saying, that's what I, I've been basically doing a week. Yeah. with people i've been basically helping lots of people get their life working for them yes. so i haven't really been working on mental health per se no. as such i mean i've obviously still got the people that i'm working through with stuff happening but generally what's actually been happening is i've been switching off blocks for people or beliefs in people uh, that are either stuck in life stuck in a relationship or stuck not being able to do the thing that they that they want to do yeah and then what i'm doing is is finding out what that belief is switching the belief out and then almost instantly they're getting the results that they have been trying to get for years. I removed the belief and obviously the, the elements that are associated with that belief and instantly they're now moving forward. Yeah. So I had a guy, 35 years, he, he's just basically, a, he's a robot automaton, just machine. He doesn't really live. He just goes to work, eats, goes to sleep, goes to work, eats, which, you know, and I said to him, that's not living. No, he's 54 now. He said, Don't, shouldn't you really be? He said, well, something happened when I was younger and now it's changed. So I said, well, why aren't you doing anything? He goes, because I don't know anymore. So I said, well, that's just a belief. You don't you don't know what makes you happy. So I switched off the beliefs around him having a little bit of negativity, negative self-talk yeah. and not knowing and the belief he doesn't know what to do. I saw him the following week and I said, right, so how are you getting on? Right, Has that made a difference? He's like, yeah. I said, what's that? He bought an easel. He spent £100 on paints and brushes and everything. Wow. And he literally, all of a sudden, knew exactly, because he didn't know what he wanted to do. As soon as I removed the belief, he knew exactly what he, he, knew exactly what he wanted to do. He, and this is really weird. He, but he knew what he wanted, but he didn't have the money. And he did a little horse bet. And the horse bet came up, and he won loads of money. Brilliant. Coincidentally, Fantastic. how the yeah. universe works. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. was able to buy the things that he wanted. Yeah. So he got an easel, all the canvases, the paints and everything, and he was able to do that. Yeah. So there was still a little bit of sabotage of him now doing it, but that now taking that step, taking that step, step away. Yeah. Um, and that's basically what I've been doing all week. And as soon as I remove the belief that, oh, I don't know who I am and I don't know what to do, as soon as I removed all of that and all of the elements of the sabotage underneath it, he clearly knew what he wanted to do and he went and done it. Now, that's someone who's been stuck for 35 years, and I got rid of that in about half an hour. Yeah. 
So in half an hour of, of working with him, I've literally moved 35 years worth of blocks like that, and now he knows exactly what he wants to do. And that's been happening all week with me, with certain people doing certain things. Yeah. And uh, uh, and it's just, yeah, so it just goes back to really just doing that. And this week, it's been a lot of that. Um, and again, I've been helping a lot of people with food and eating disorders, and I call it a disorder. And this, again, it's the same thing. All I've basically done is gone to... What 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 what's making you eat when I'm unhappy? Okay, so when you're unhappy, what behaviour does that make you want to do? Yeah. Oh, that makes me talk negatively in my head, or it makes me like you know uh, uh, have excuses, or I get or I blame everybody. So that now becomes the the the, the behaviour, yeah. and that behaviour makes them behave and do more of the same eating. Yeah. So once I removed all of that, I got a text message from her this morning saying that she's for the first time. She was able to go somewhere, not come home, not go to McDonald's. She always goes to McDonald's mm. every time. She was able to not go to McDonald's. She then went to the petrol station and put petrol in and didn't buy a chocolate bar. And she said, I normally buy three and eat them before I get home every single time. Yep. So this is a pattern that she does over and over and over again. I worked with her last night and uh, I basically switched off the beliefs that she had around being unhappy and all of that's now stopped. So it's just by getting rid of those beliefs. That's right. So, and the behaviours. And the, yeah, sorry, and beliefs. Getting rid of the behaviours. But getting rid of the behaviours. But the thing is, is that it was the beliefs that were driving the behaviours. Yes. So I sort of revert, done reverse. Got rid of the behaviours, got rid of the beliefs, and now she's fixed from her problem. That it's not a problem anymore. It's a completely problem that she's had for many years. Is sort of not completely gone, but most of that's been removed. So that just goes to show how beliefs drive your behaviours yep. and all the rest of it. But, so it's a really great example, and people don't realise that. I mean, we deal with health a lot of the time, but people don't realise that when we deal with their health, their other lives, their their life starts to heal and change. Yeah, every time. Because every so time. other things, so you actually get positive side effects from clearing things out because other areas of your life sort of heal up naturally. Um, because we don't realise that the things that make us ill also stop us doing the things we want to do. Exactly. It's the same, uh, it's the same belief system. It's the same belief system. Yeah. So because the beliefs and the behaviours, they 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 drive other areas of your life, and we just don't realise they drive areas of our lives. And and by changing that and switching it out, uh, your life sort of changes around you uh, almost almost magically. Yeah. So so beliefs are very important. They drive our behaviour unconsciously. We're not always aware we're doing it, but we often, when we do become aware of done it, we don't like well, ourselves I say, to beat ourselves I, up. I say to a lot of my clients, right, they say everyone likes to be in the logical brain. They want to understand it. They want to understand it and, and get sense of it, right? And I say to them, right, you're wasting your time yeah. because understanding your problem means you're in the logical brain. It's where you make shit up. So you don't actually really know what it is. You'll understand it. Go, oh, that's what the problem is. You make up a load of shit. Then you'll believe the shit you make up, right? So you've made up something. Yeah. Now you realise that's the problem, and you go and find a solution, an imaginary solution to solve imaginary problem. Yeah. Pretty insane, really. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing as well is, like I say, it's, but it's not that part of the brain that makes the decisions. No. And the great thing is, is how many times have you said to yourself, "I knew I shouldn't have done that," but went and done it anyway. <laughs> and done anyway that's yeah. because logically you knew you shouldn't have done the thing, yes. or it wouldn't have made sense, or it was going to be a bad decision. But emotionally, that's the one in control. It's the emotional brain that does all of the all of the decision making. So you can logically go, "Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. No, never, never. No, I'm stopping. I'm never going to drink again. I know it's bad for me." And then next Saturday, you're down the pub in the toilets doing your stuff, having your drink, and you wake up and go, "But I said last week I wasn't going to do it." Because logically, you know it's bad, but unconsciously. 
that's the place that's making the decisions. That's how I ended up doing this. I knew logic, I shouldn't have agreed to it. And yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah, I know. And then 42 podcasts later, I'm still here. Emotion, yeah, but you're emo- it was the emotional decision, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, emotional emotional is it emotional I'm emotionally attached now, is it? <laughs> yeah. You switch off the attachment for Yeah, right? I might do. I might do. So anyway, look, uh, we've got quite a few people that have joined us and watching us and uh, want to say oh, hello. hello. So, uh, so basically, I've got, I want to say hello to Rebecca, who said evening. I know this was quite a while hey, ago. Rebecca. Evening to Samantha, uh, to Romy. Um, also, Romy? Yeah, Romy, she's uh, one of my clients. Okay. I'm Hello, working with. She's a lovely girl, really smart, loves to do all the understanding stuff. Okay. Literally, has just started to understand the whole I don't catch a cold. Oh, and brilliant, fantastic. So she really believed it. And I've had several conversations. I said, look, you don't catch cold. You really don't. You don't catch cold. Something's happened in your environment. So when did you get the cold? Oh, I got it on Monday. Go back three days. What happened? Oh, I had a row with my husband. There you go. That's what he got the cold. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, I've explained that to her and she's getting it. Brilliant. She's getting it now and she's understanding it. But you all like to understand it because you're starting to get it now. And Romy's really great. And I've just started working with her. A really smart girl. And um, so, yeah. So hello to you, Rom. And uh, who else has said hello? Um Amanda, love watching you too. We love watching you too. Amanda, Thank you, Amanda. Not that we watch you, but it's her birthday. It was actually Amanda's well, birthday. I've not told her. It her. was Amanda's birthday a couple of That's days ago. That's a joke, Amanda. I'm not really stalking you. It's okay. Uh, I'm not across the street with Tesco and Boxer Donuts. I promise. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. No. Amanda's birthday is, I think, a couple of days after mine. Two is it? Days after okay. Mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. happy so, birthday, she, Amanda. So yeah. So while I was saying happy birthday to me, she two days actually stole it all from me. She stole it from yeah, me. Yeah. So how anyway, dare she? Yeah. How dare she have a birthday just after you steal your stuff? Disgusting. Yeah, it's disgraceful. I've got to say, honestly, I'm actually, I've, I've got to say thank you to everyone. I think I had about 170 people over Western Happy Birthday. Wow. And it took me two and a half hours to reply to everybody the wow, next morning. That's, that's uh, it was my birthday on the Saturday morning because I had a little, uh, I had a little bit of a, a, an excellent, I had a, we had a good birthday. Yeah, we had a good, really good party. Really good party. Really really good party. Good. And uh, so anyway, yeah, I had that. And uh, I woke up the next morning, I drank, but I don't know how much champagne we drank. And uh, I went onto Facebook and it was just like, I don't know. I went on there, was, I think it was about 140 people. And then there was loads of personal messages. And I sat there for nearly two and a half hours, three hours, replying to every single one of them, feeling really rough. So. Yeah. But I just want to say thank you to everybody that wished me happy birthday and all your kind messages. I had some amazing personal messages of people telling me that through what we do and how it was really helping them and how it inspired oh, I had some oh, I had some really heartfelt messages. I don't want to go into too much detail. But uh, one of them said they brought tears to my eyes because you think you don't realise what impact you're having on people's lives. You just don't know. Though, you know, I know what when I'm working with people. Obviously, I know I see it. But the people who don't see, the ones that are in other countries and and all over the way, when you start getting messages saying, oh, you know, I watch your stuff and you don't realise how much it's helped me and blah, blah, I'm like, whoa. You know, it's really yeah. heartfelt messages. And so thank you for everyone that's done that. I'm really, I'm really, really that's grateful good. for that. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, and also I've got to say, so hello, Amanda. Uh, and also uh, Doigu, uh, she's a lovely girl as well. She, so I'm going to say hello to you. Uh, we've also got some other people on the, uh, on the, this stream. So you want to say hello to Bobby? Say hello, Bobby. Hi, Bob. Uh, how you doing? And uh, Julie, um, she's going to heckle from afar. Hey, Julie. I was hoping you'd be here heckling us from <laughs> yeah, the sidelines. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're looking forward to that. But I was looking forward to being heckled from the sidelines. Yeah. So I haven't had a chance to banter back being heckled for a while, except with him, obviously. But I never heckle you. No, really? No. No, exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we also say hello to Janine. Uh, I, Hi, Janine. Isn't that the thing? If you get told something often enough, you start believing it. Yes, that's uh, true. Yeah, it's true. That's why as a child, if you are told you're stupid by your teachers or parent, uh, the child will grow up believing they are stupid. Yeah. Um, if you, you know, uh, and that, that is the problem with that. You should be and very And it's the mindful. same with health, that we catch stuff. 
Yeah, exactly. We're told, that, that's we're told that from day one from. that we catch colds, flus, and stuff. Because because our parents believe that, and and and, it, the, the, it, and it, everybody else believes and, it. And it's also it's it's also in our sayings and expressions. It's all wrap up, or you'll catch a death. Really, how am I going to catch death? Um, I mean, seriously, that's not what am I going to do? I'm going to catch the Grim Reaper, am I? Someone's going to sorry him, and I'm going to catch it. Yeah, no. yeah. So the the thing is that they're in our expressions as well, in our phrases. And if they're used every day around us, yeah. you know, the problem with kids, not the problem with kids, sorry, but kids, uh, from the age of one to seven, they soak up everything around them. They, they may not be able to communicate it back to you. Well, they're an emotional brain. Yeah, but they'll soak up everything. So they're listening and hearing everything you're saying around them, and they will grow up with those belief systems. And that's that's actually why the school system and things like that's not really good, because it instills beliefs that just aren't true. I mean, when I was at school, I, I wanted to be a magician. And uh, my, um, what they call it when you go to the, 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 the yeah, the, 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 you know, the, like art the, work, the, when, the, when yeah. they go to the, my Granville, no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Granville, magical, um, no, uh, the, 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 the work people you go and see at school, what do they call that, I can't remember what they call it now. I went to the careers advisor and so I wanted to be a magician and she said well why don't you want to get a real job I was like seriously fuck off love you're a careers advisor what are you doing I didn't say you should have said her. that to her I should have said that to her but <laughs> yeah, I felt like it but the problem is they, they, they tried to instill in me that there was no money in doing magic and even other magicians I spoke to they went oh you know it's a hard life you don't get many shows but because I didn't hang on to that belief I fell in with someone who already had loads of shows and I developed a career that, that I was super busy. Yeah, well, you're uh, super, I was busy. super busy. And I was actually, weren't just busy. I was super was busy. Super busy. But I was booked up a year in advance. Sometimes we even took two-year bookings at one point in advance. Yeah. Because we were so busy as a company and as, as separate entertainers. Yeah. But if I'd taken on the beliefs that they'd taken on, then I'd have had a different response. Yeah. Um, because I was no different <laughs> from anybody else. I was no worse or better than anybody else. Technically, not when I first started, I wasn't. So... Um, so it's about the beliefs that we take on and they are in our everyday language and we don't realise if we use our everyday language, um, you know, things we're saying. Honestly, everybody, I even, I even the people that I've taught that you don't catch colds, when I see them, they say, oh, I think I've caught, I think I've caught. Yeah, I know. And I say, you don't stop using it. I think I've caught. Even though they know it, I they know. still use that language. They do. But they don't understand, they, they don't, don't realise. I said, well, you don't, well, you know what I mean. But yes. even though they know you don't catch it, they still use that language. And when I pull them on that language, they go, yeah, well, yeah, well I know that, but you know what I mean. They will still use well, that language. It's really difficult. Well, the problem is, I mean, so, you know, sometimes, every now and again, really difficult. every now and again, I'll I'll go into repair. So we don't call it ill. We actually call it repair. Yeah. So if I have a symptom or Steve a symptom, we're actually in repair. We're not ill. Uh, because that's what you are. You're in your parasympathetic nervous system. That is a repair phase. That's what it's there for. But, of course, if I have to, if I'm, so in repair that I have to reschedule a couple of clients. I can't mess them and go, sorry, I'm in repair because they won't understand what I mean. I have to use their language I understand. So that's kind of frustrating. Um, but that's the problem because we do use this language. Well, okay. I have hang colleagues. On. Well, hang on. Is that not a belief that if you use that language, they won't understand? I've tried. They don't, they don't, they what's repair? What do you mean? They don't, they won't get it because I haven't taught them what it is. I don't teach all but that, my clients. But surely that would give you the opportunity to teach them what it is. Yeah, but I'm not well on you're, the sofa. You're, but you can't because you're super busy. I'm super busy. I'm too busy right? teaching. So, so the thing, I am too busy. I was, I was too busy being I'm unwell. so busy, I'm unwell on the sofa. I was too busy in repair on the sofa. That's yeah. the problem was. Yeah. So, so the thing is that we do use it, but when I'm talking to people, 
you know, uh, people always, they'll call me up, like clients will come and say, I've got a cold, is it okay to come today? I've told them time and time again. I know, I have, it. I have this all you, the time. You like, are you kidding me? You're not going to affect me in one, ever, any way, slightest, whatsoever. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. But because they've heard it for a lot longer than we're telling it, they're writing on the walls, been yeah. there for years. I've actually, and us trying to override it in five seconds. I know, I've, I have actually demonstrated it over and over and over and over again to people that have come to me that have been sick. And I said, right, you didn't catch a cold, you didn't go, well, how did I get it then? I go, go back three days, what happened, blah, 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 I'll prove it to them. They'll yeah. come back and see me again and go, right, I say, oh, I think I've got a cold. I go, right, okay, we're all over. You haven't repaired from the last, you haven't repaired from the last conflict because you've just got a healing crisis. Or what happened three days ago? Oh, yeah, I had a row with the missus. Right, there you go. And I'll do it over and over and over again. But even though I've proved it over and over and over and over, every time the same people, they're still like, mm, oh, yeah, I'm still not sure. I'm yeah, still not sure. That, I'm like, that, how that, much more evidence do you need? Because if they're in their 40s, they've heard it for 39 years and you just told them five times. Hang on. Whoa. That is amazing. If they're in their 40s and they've heard it for 39 years, I'd like to say that. Yeah. What? You can't be in your 40s. No, so if you're 40, they've heard it for 39 years. Yeah. And then you're telling them something different in the 40th year. But they've still got 39 oh, okay. years oh, of information. You yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I did say in your 40s. I thought but you were going to say, have you been they, 40? And... No, they've had 39 years of, of information that's different. And then he goes to their friends. Their friends go, well, Steve had a cold, and, and now I've got it for him as well. Yeah. And that's the typical thing that we believe. Yeah. If our partner gets a cold, then when we get it, we've caught it off that person. In fact, I had a friend of mine, I think I mentioned yeah, last yeah. time, about cold sores. And when I explained, she understood why she they both had the cold sore. It had nothing to do with the fact they caught it off each other. They were just running the same conflict. Yeah, I know. And yeah. actually relationships do that. Think about the amount of times you've had arguments with your partner and you've both gone downhill. That's the reason, because you both had the bloody argument. It has nothing to do with the fact you caught it off. And then think about times when you haven't caught it off of your partner and then go, oh, well, that's because I wasn't running the same conflict with my partner. Yeah. It's really simple. Or the kids get it, and there's a the big, massive family row. It's all kicked yeah. off, and the kids are screaming, yeah. and the other kids screaming, the mum's screaming, and the dad comes yeah. in, what are you not up? And, all yeah. going, and then they've all gone down the cold. And then two and they go, oh, down yeah, well, I must have brought it home from school. Must, yeah, brought it home from school. She only got and passed it to all of us. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> and that's what we believe, because that's we what we're taught. But the only problem with that is it doesn't solve the problem because you're just all now stuck with the cold. If you could actually deprogram yourself, you wouldn't actually do that anymore. The you wouldn't is, actually get the cold anymore. No, you don't, no that's it. I don't, I've one, had a cold for years. No, I've, since I learned this, I've no, no, not no. had a cold for years. Yeah, no, same here, same here. The thing is, is that if people know that now, Right? If people actually know that you don't catch colds and it's because normally of an argument or you've got angry or of a conflict or generally around that, everyone's going to go go to work and go, oh, you got a cold? Yeah. Had a row with a missus three days ago yeah. then, did you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Without evidence. It's, well, yeah, they would they know. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, I caught it off the daughter. They, they would know. That is true. That is. I, I, I've no, been no, well that before. You know, that's so people, a good point. That's another good reason uh, why. And the other thing as well is that um, people can't just pull up and just pull up and go, oh, yeah, caught, I've caught it. Can't go into work. That's true. If they did that, it wouldn't be a game. That's the same with depression and anxiety and all the rest of it. The fact that now is that, oh, well, you can't solve it. There's no cure. Well, they can just pull it out of the bag when they're having a bit of. I'm not saying everyone does that, but you can do. But now we can say, well, all we need to do is get these people to say, well, go see Steve and John. They'll get rid of that in about an hour for you, and then you can come back to work. Exactly. No one wants to do that. No one wants that. Because everyone likes to pull a sickie every now and again. Yeah, exactly. And that is the problem with society. They're sitting on the patio. Yeah, hello. Oh, was that Trevor? Yeah, oh no, I'm terribly anxious today. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And they're sitting in the sun. They go, oh, I'll have to. I might be all right coming tomorrow. 
exactly. Right. And that is the problem we do use in society to get out of things. Yeah. And that's our second well, going, well, that's all right. Go around and see Steve. Steve. Harry, get rid of that half an hour, and I'll see you in about an hour's time then, exactly. Tracy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, so I hate you, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> He actually does make, day off. He makes a good point because we wouldn't get days off like that any longer. Oh, um, yeah, very much. But, but then we wouldn't be ill either. We wouldn't have the problems. And this whole nonsense would go away. It would yeah, never have started. If you, if you didn't, but if you recognise that you can't catch something, the government wouldn't be able to do what they've done yeah, this exactly. whole year. Yeah, they because you'd turn around to the government and go, what are you talking about? We don't catch this thing. Fuck but, off. In actual fact, going back to that, I think I actually have got to be the luckiest person, I think, because there is this global pandemic. Yes. And there are deaths, 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 and cases, 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 and there's reported data. <laughs> amazingly, and uh, amazingly, I think I must be the only person to have a whole repertoire of Facebook followers that have not, not got it. That have died. No. So uh, I actually, I don't know how that works, <laughs> that I can know over 2,000 people, not one of them has died from it, in no. the most worst pandemic in the world we need to shut everything down yes and i don't know anyone has died so no. i actually think i'm blessed so thank you creator for that and uh, i'm very very fortunate yeah and i've i've traveled to another country i've been in airports uh i've oh, been brought, i haven't even brought my foreign company for my foreign clients up that also I mean, don't know anybody no, either, no exactly but no we'll just keep it there but i, I don't, brought, don't want to make I, it too conspiratorial don't, don't do that but I've, I've i've traveled places <laughs> i've been in airports i've encountered lots of people i've been in tight places with people haven't caught a single thing so am I just lucky as well? No, I don't think so. Um, well, you are. You're with me, mate. I'm so lucky. I've developed so your lucky. luck. Maybe I've, I've caught your luck. You caught it. I've caught your you luck. Know, that's, that's what it is. is. So, yeah. But so, isn't it funny? You can catch negative things, but you can't catch, catch positive, positive things. things. Isn't no. that funny? There was actually... Eh? There was actually... A oh, I can't come to work today. I've just caught loads of luck. No, and, that, uh, there was actually a Red Dwarf episode <laughs> where they said oh, in Red Dwarf that the I'm scientists had developed, uh, they've been able to isolate a luck virus <laughs> and you can still it to, instill it in you and you became really lucky. And Lister, one of the characters, oh, used it yeah. to get out of a locked door because yeah. he instilled a luck virus in I know. it. I know, um, but this is where people I, don't I get it. I sat laughing, I was like, seriously? Yeah, this is where people don't get it. They can catch everything that's bad for you. But yeah. you can't catch anything that's good for you. No, that's right. So you that never you never say, oh, oh, I can't believe it. I've only gone down with loads of luck, won the lottery, and, yeah. you know, brilliant. I've got full health back. Yeah, exactly. So if you can catch brilliant. bad health, you must catch be able to catch positive good health, health as yes. well. But no, 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 no don't no, say that. can't do that. No, no, no that wouldn't be possible. But that's enough. If you taught someone that, they start getting better and healing, yeah. and they'd have a problem. Yeah, exactly. They don't make any money. <laughs> um, so, but, but people don't see that. No. People don't actually see, well, hang on, if you catch bad health, you must be able to catch good health. No. But we don't. There's a conundrum. Answer on the postcard. Send it to Steve at the Inside Out Effect with your answers of if you believe you can catch bad health, why can't you catch good health? I want the answers. I want to know. I want proof. I want evidence. Answer on the postcard. Answer on the postcard. Yeah, that's now everyone's sitting there going, uh, uh, yeah, he's got a point there. Uh, I don't know what to do. No. That's right. No, that's, that's a good point. Because it's the truth. Um, and someone actually posted on, on one of the social media platforms saying that it's funny how all the people who don't believe that the virus exists are all healthy and well yeah. uh, and haven't caught anything. And all the people who do believe it exists are going down like flies. So what is the difference? Well, belief. Maybe it's a belief. 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 And this is what we're trying to get across. Everything because in your of... life is driven by a belief. Yeah. It's not true unless you believe it to yeah. be true. And talking about beliefs, I believe right now, 
Yes. It's what happens on this day. We normally do it at the beginning. We're going to do it at the end. We're going to do it at the end today. Well, it's good to keep it keep it up and change it up a little bit. The reason I, I had a few people moaning because uh, we was doing so much at the beginning of me and you that it waited. We were having to wait forty minutes before we got onto the topic. Oh, okay. So I thought, well, so I'll this do, is where we lose our audience. This is, is where it? everyone's going on. Oh, Not this shot again, Steve. They've got to this bit, so we will switch off. Yeah. Please don't. That's a joke. Yeah. That's not. Um, I know. Yeah. So, so we, we could have a little message from our sponsors. Have we got sponsors? Crystal Winston? Oh yeah, I hasn't forgot about that. Remember yeah, Crystal yeah, Winston? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. I'd like to meditate three six five. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah so meditate three six five. Yeah. I'd like to meditate three six five. We've got live in play meditations from all over the world. <laughs> Crystal Winston. Get Can out. You Are you going to mention your hat? No, yeah, my new birthday. Have you noticed he's got his new birthday hat I do have a new on. hat on. Yeah, got yeah. it. Uh, I was lucky as well. Uh, it was the last one, so I'm now actually got. I'm actually getting. A re- I've all got a repertoire of jumpers, which I wanted. It's a new jumper. Yeah, as new well. jumper. His birthday so, jumper. Yeah. So thank yeah. you guys that bought me that. That we're around here and drinking champagne. We thank for jumper. Yeah. And but I did treat myself to a hat. It looks good. It suits you. I did treat myself to a really nice waistcoat as well, but I've had to send that back because it was too. Small. Oh, you didn't send it back. Did yeah, you? I did send it. Yeah, back. he sent it back because it was about that much out. Yep. Um. Yep. It no. was. I'm not happy with it. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna no, anyway, look, we've also missed out. Uh, hello, Jane, and hello, oh, hi, Susie. Jane. We didn't mention. Hi, Jane. Hi, Susie. Yeah. We haven't forgotten you. I just can't see without my glasses on. Yeah, great. Um, so, sorry, can I borrow mine? No, I'm good. Good. Uh, Excellent. I, I couldn't pull off round glasses like that. It doesn't work. I That's couldn't. a bit harsh, mate. You know what I mean? No, you don't I, want to be pulling off with any sort of No, glasses, I look like really. a Bond villain. It's yeah. not. Um, it doesn't, Mr. Pull-off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be sitting there stroking a rabbit with the glasses on going, no, you're so, saying they're stroking something. Stroking going, oh, something. Mr. Pull-Off. You're Mr. Pull-Off. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, I'd like to see that. Yeah, would you? Yeah. You'd be the only one. Yeah, we would lose our audience if we did that. I wonder, how, I wonder how that baddie would look sitting in his chair. Stroking, <laughs> well, stroking something. something. Being, yeah, well, we've being called Mr. Pull-Off. Pull-off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't think that... I don't think that would have worked in a James Bond movie. I think it might have I think I think it would have been the porn X-rated. version. X-rated. It'd be the X-rated yeah. version of James Bond. Porn Bond. Porn. <laughs> Uh-huh. Right. right. Yes. Okay. So listen. Anyway, enough of that hoo ha. And I think the phrase we're looking for is anyway. Anyway. So yeah. let's move on to what happened on this day. What happened on this day? On the eleventh of April. Yes. So there's some interesting stuff here, actually. Yeah. Uh, and I said it every week. I did because well, it is interesting. It is, that's good. Otherwise, I wouldn't really talk about it or know to share what I know. No. Go. Go. So uh, anyway, so on this day. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, on this day in 1814, Napoleon Bonaparte abdicates unconditionally and is exiled to the Isle of Elba in the Mediterranean. Now, uh, he was born in Ajaccio uh, in Corsica on August the 15th in 1769. He became Emperor of France. Uh, he continued to literally consolidate his power right away through with military campaigns to 1810 and much of Europe came under his rule. Um, although Napoleon developed a reputation of being a bit power hungry, mm. no shit if he's called Europe, yeah. uh, and insecure. Insecure. Mm, he's conquered so. all of Europe and he's still insecure. That's why he keeps going. Oh, have, I, have I got enough countries? Oh, uh, yeah. I need another one. Uh, Maybe that's oh, why he kept. Hello, everyone. Have I got enough countries? No, you need more. Oh, I better go and get another one then. Uh, Maybe that's why they're doing it now because they're so insecure, the people yeah, who are absolutely. running the world. They have to conquer more countries and more people because yeah. they feel so insecure. I'll yeah. bless them. Yeah, isn't that nice of them? Yeah. So, anyway, he was also credited with uh, actually putting in a series of important political and social reforms which had a lasting impact on society in Europe in particular, but it included the judiciary, uh, constitutions, Mm -hmm. voting rights for all men, and the end of feudalism. So Mm -hmm. actually, as much as he was 
a nutter, yeah. a warmonger. He did actually put in a lot of things that have actually helped. Uh, and uh, basically, and he, uh, Napoleon in 1812 launched a, uh, an invasion against the Russians. Uh, and uh, he, and basically, most of Europe united against him. And um, what happened was is that he broke he broke the forces up. An officer stepped down. He was then exiled into uh, uh, to Corsica. But he then come back in 1815 and. Um, it was, he renamed himself Napoleon I, and he was known as the Hundred Days. Uh, but however, in 1815, he was defeated in the Battle of Waterloo. Ah. So a little bit of information on Napoleon. Right? Very good. Quite interesting. interesting. Yeah, very good. So in 1898, on this day, on April 11th, uh, in 1898, so, so quite recent, uh, President quite recent. McKinley uh, actually um, asks the Spanish, uh, the Spanish, asks the American uh, Senate to uh, declare war on Spain. Right. I bet you didn't really know that. I didn't did know you that. know the Americans did World War One trade? Yeah, well, that, was well, a, that was quite recent. It's still a little bit far back in my yeah. history. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, uh, but that was two months after the USS Marine uh, was dis- destroyed in an explosion in Havana Harbor, and basically they then wanted to go to war with the Spanish, um, and uh, it basically ended the civil the British civil war that was going on in Cuba. Right. Interesting. That? Interesting. Like that? Yes. Very good. Good. In nineteen hundred, the first ever submarine was designed by a guy called uh, John Philip Holland, and uh, it was purchased by the US Navy. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. It was, yeah, and it was, uh, it was 53 foot, and it was named the SS Holland, after the designer. Okay. All right? Very it was good. propelled on gasoline. Propelled on gasoline? Yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous, isn't it? it is, yeah, that's yeah. very dangerous. Yeah. If you get, that's not Probably if you caught fire, it would go out pretty quickly. Yeah, I was going to say, well, yeah. I suppose so, yeah, but yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so here's an interesting one as well. In 1912, which we all know, April 11th, Titanic leaves Queenstown Island for New York. Yeah. It was on this day. Now, I've been to the Titanic Museum. You have? I was there two years ago with yep. my son, Ruben. That's right. I remember I took my son there when I went to visit him in Ireland. And uh, I've got to say, it's the most amazing, one of the best things I've done, apart from the, I also went to uh, the Dali Museum in Figures in Barcelona, which was really amazing as well but that was really and i actually would recommend anybody to go there because everything that you know and have been taught about about the titanic is complete bollocks everything you've been taught and told about about the, about the titanic is bollocks wait and did you do you mean kate and jack didn't have a romance on yeah the that's ship? all over nonsense oh, honestly the, 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 come on you, you go you go Sorry, Rose and jack you go on a tour jack. you have this tour guide you can like pay to have the tour and they go yeah. to all look where they actually design the plans and it basically tells you everything and basically the, that movie's destroyed everything right. about there's like people have been had court cases and all the stuff because that movie completely and utterly destroyed the real history the real proof the real things that have gone on and projected a complete load of beliefs around the titanic that's completely not true right. and uh, they, they get quite upset about it because the guy you know he's dedicated 30 years to it was not a happy bunny when he was telling when he starts talking about the movie because everybody's there and they're like yeah they're, they're, they're. So they all think they know about the titanic because they've seen the movie really and done. then you can see you get really pissed off and go right i need to make things clear everything in that movie is just a lie yeah and it's like wow and then you start and then you start finding out more and more information about the titanic and honestly it's just it's, it's like mind-blowing it's yeah. like i was gobsmacked well it was a really really amazing thing to do and if you're if you ever in northern ireland go there um I mean, most people don't realise that the actual main, the, the the flagship, which was White Star, was White Star, um, White Star Line, and the the flagship actually was the Olympic. Right. That was their their main boat, and <clears throat> that also got damaged on the way back from uh, for coming back from New York. Now, what people, most people don't know is the Titanic was the backup ship. 
Right. And what happened was is that it went to Southampton and the reason why there were so many people on that ship wasn't because everyone had paid to go on the ship. It was actually a backup ship. It was still a good, you know, like a top, but it wasn't like the elite ship, the right. Olympic was. The Titanic was a backup ship. And uh, what happens, it went to Southampton. And at the time, there was loads of, sh so because the, the Olympic couldn't do the, the big journey, mm. they had to use the backup ship. So they took the backup ship to Southampton. And at the time, there was a coal strike. So all the ships that were meant to go to America couldn't go to America because there was a coal strike and they couldn't get enough coal to, to for the for the engines to take all the ships. Right. So what the Titanic did, it said, well, we've got enough coal. We're going to America. So why don't all you lot on all those ships jump on here? Oh, great. So all the people that were on all those ships that were going okay. to that were going to go to America come off of their ships, went on Brilliant. the Titanic, went across the thing, and Brilliant. saw the end of it. Fantastic. So, but yes, um, so that's a really interesting. But I, yeah, there's loads of stuff that I learned about uh, the Titanic. It's really interesting. Not a lot of people know that it's all bollocks. What you think you know about it, and they're actually quite. They get. They're actually. I tell you another thing as well, which I learned. In the time, I can't remember the name of the bloody shipbuilders now it's just escaped me but anyway it's a really famous shipbuilders and basically th there was a time around about the time that the titanic was being built that belfast became the richest city in the world right only for a little while yeah i think it was for about two years and then it went back to london so london has always been the richest city yeah then it went over to a belfast for that two years because the shipbuilding there was so uh so vast and so huge and so successful that every single elite tradesman worked there and they all worked for the company right. and so basically and they were i think at one point they made 53 liners in one year wow and these things were as tall as probably Oh, I don't know. It's hard to give a. It's hard to give. You know, if you take a normal block, a normal high-rise block of flats, right? Like you know, a proper. That's yeah, how geez. tall from the bottom to the top they were. Wow, it's amazing. That's they made impressive. fifty-three of them in one year, wow. and that, and every fitting, every single fitting in that boat, from the shell to the boards to the rivets, the all of the furniture, all made on site. And we can't even make a bridge to warp people across. Right. Like, yeah, seriously. I know. And that was in nineteen. That was in nineteen twelve. But Belfast for that two years became the richest city in the world. And then it, and then two years later, it went back to London. So really interesting stuff. Yeah, 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 like yeah, So yeah. anyway, uh, so you like that one? That's good. Yeah, I have. I've, I've been to a Titanic museum in Florida. Yeah. Uh, I I don't remember the information. It was I don't know if it was accurate to what the Wayne Island. But the thing that I remember about that was they had a kind of replica iceberg. It wasn't at the temperature of the the exact temperature, but it was very very cold. And they got you to touch it for about thirty seconds. Mm. And if I left my, I mean, it was freezing. And that was not no, the actual temperature. What, the iceberg was cold. Yeah, no, but I mean, no, really? no, I get that. But the actual, it was so so cold because when you watch the movie, you just think, oh well, you yeah, know. Yeah, but this is what you've got to realise. You know, the movie's right. complete. No, no, I get nonsense. that. I'm just saying, I was so amazed at just how cold yeah. that iceberg was. And if they said if you actually left your finger on just that, you would actually get ice burns and things. And that wasn't even the proper temperature. They had to reduce it down. You didn't stick your tongue on it. No, I didn't stick my tongue. No, they, they, re they recommend against that. They said, don't do that. Okay. Just just touch it briefly. Um, but I was, You could have saved yourself $50 and just come and stuck your hand in me freezing. I said, say that. That's how cold the Titanic was. No, it was a little there. bit colder than that. I don't know what degree it was. Uh, but I was very young. I didn't know any of this stuff. Oh, I know, yeah. I was in my early 20s back then when I went. And it was on, um, 
it was on the the main the main drive in one of the drives in uh, in Florida where they have all the restaurants and I heard it's the international drive. drive international drive yeah, that's I know it was we've on. been there you've been yeah, yeah. Um, and it, and it well was, I didn't go I chose not to I went and had a beer with my dad while all the rest of my family went in right I totally were interested were in it. right no no um, but that was that but was the other thing I know as well is that in the Titanic you know where you've got all the poor people downstairs yes well that poor people in the Titanic was the equivalent to a, a normal five star oh really yeah it's five star. House five star port. Yeah, exactly. So the the third the third third tier or the third class yeah. was equivalent to five stars you'd get now, and then you had higher versions of that. So the standard third third class was actually five star class. And we can't get higher than five yeah. star. And they had silver cutlery and all wine glass. But then as wow. you went further up, you had five star plus and five star plus plus. Right. But basically, it was five star. Okay. It's like, oh yeah, all them people all down there, the poor people. No, they weren't. They just had five star. It was five star across the board. It was the minimum that you got was five star, and then you paid for more stuff. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. But if you watch the movie, no, no. no. See, this is what this yeah. is what they tell you, and they, oh, okay. it's, it's amazing. But anyway, so it's moving on. Enough of the Titanic. Okay. Yes. Yeah, moving um, on. Okay. Moving Swiftly on. Swiftly moving on. Swiftly moving on. Uh, so in 1941, Germany blitzes Coventry. Okay. In obviously Coventry, England. Which yeah, no, um, yeah. I don't know what the score was actually. No, uh, I don't know. And I felt a bit one-sided. All the German team playing against Coventry City. Uh, I no wonder they got blitzed. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So now joking aside, yeah, 1941. That's... And using airplanes as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's a bit. Of, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's because obviously I think it was the cathedral that got hit. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in 1965, moving on 1965, uh, in uh, the U.S. Midwest, there was a, in one one day there was 40 tornadoes. Wow. Uh, and it's in the same place. Imagine that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Massive tornadoes. Yeah, we're having a massive tornado. Yeah, we're having a massive aircraft carrier uh, you're not going to get any tornadoes <laughs> uh, yeah so 40 yeah. tornadoes across the US Midwest it killed 272 people and uh, injured 5,000 people all on one day wow and wow. I think it's the worst worst day in history in American history for that Which oh, is, I thought it was when Biden came into power was the worst well that was it probably is, oh, okay. yeah. there's probably a lot of worst days in history if you say. really went through and we'd have an argument which one was, was yeah. uh, but, um, but the funny thing is um, talking about you know uh, t tornadoes and storms is that I've only had one car accident in my life Yes. And that was when I was actually a storm chaser. Oh, really? Yeah, so I used to, because obviously I was... The way you drive, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, I know. Exactly, yeah. uh, so um, I was a storm chaser. Exactly, yeah. Uh, no, so obviously at the time I was... <laughs> you do know there are no storms at the moment, right? So know, when we go to the Chinese later, <laughs> we don't need to drive so like we're running away from a storm. That's okay. That explains your driving. <laughs> explain. You think you're I trying know. to escape a storm. Or chasing one. Or chasing one. Oh, yeah. Okay, carry on. Yeah, no, so yeah, so I've only had a red wax accident. And right. uh, that was... Uh, uh, I was into storm chasing really badly because when I started doing my pilot's license, I was learning to fly. I needed to learn all about the weather. And as a kid, I've always been fascinated with thunderstorms and lightning, night storms and everything. And I wanted to be able to know when a storm was coming. Mm -hmm. So I started learning about the weather through, my, through doing my pilot's license. Yeah. And I also learned about storms. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I didn't realize that it's the most complicated science pretty much out there. And it took me about seven years to learn. Wow. And I got so fatuated by tornadoes and how they work and the science behind it. I got really involved in this is going back quite a while, but I was a bit of a storm chaser. And <laughs> anyway, without storm chasing this storm, chasing this storm, and 
and it was a really big storm and i was so busy looking up trying to see which which, which direction the the car that it's called accumulating which correct direction it was going i didn't see the car in front of me it stopped <laughs> and i was looking up and i just went bang straight on the back of this car this case had come out what are you, you doing it's like the back of a track like the car had obviously been sitting there a while and i just decided to go straight so, on the back of him because i was so busy looking at the storm so anyway no one was injured Good. just a car to get rid of the car but so you weren't in the only, car accident wasn't like in in the storm it was just because you ran into it was car. literally i ran up the back of this big ford uh this big ford pickup truck right i was so busy chasing the storm and looking out my window to see which direction it was to know which where to roads to take uh that i didn't see the it's car the and literally there was a stop a stop car in front of me and i just went bang straight yeah. out the back of it bit of a shock but anyway yeah okay okay and i don't know if you saw recently, and that's did... the only accident you've ever had yeah in a car yeah really based on that yeah okay, and uh i did actually post... in drive i find it hard to believe um <laughs> good driver yeah as a great bob Monk, else is crap. yeah as a great bob monkhouse once said i've never had an accident i've seen a few in my mirror <laughs> yes. um so... <laughs> yeah uh, so carry on. I don't know. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I actually posted a really good video a couple of weeks ago. The video of these uh, a guy that was uh, that had done all the filming of the storms, put music to it, and stuck it out on Facebook. Listen to that. It's really awesome. It's a really good video. Oh yeah, no, I saw you do that. Yeah. We spoke about that in here, didn't we? Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah great it's great. So anyway, nineteen seventy six, the Apple One computer was created Ooh. by Steve Wozniak. Wow. And it was the first time it was released, and it was nineteen seventy six. Yeah. And it was one of the earliest computers. Uh, it was the year before I was born. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, use the apple in someone's eye. Uh, so, so anyway, uh, it was one of the earliest computers, and uh, it recently one of those sold Dean auction for three hundred and seventy-one thousand. Wow, seven hundred and seventy-one grand. But originally, when it came out, it cost. You'd never guess this, because obviously we love our yeah. satanic corporations. Yeah. It originally start cost six hundred and sixty-six dollars and sixty-six cents. Oh wow. So that's the, the initial launch price was six 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 right no symbology there no, nothing whatsoever at all, at all whatsoever uh, no and uh which is about 525 quid yeah and uh when it was launched it that was equivalent to about three and a half grand today wow so it's an expensive, oh, expensive. computer always expensive yeah. well they are sticks, but they're still good computers yeah they are yeah um, i've never what the apple one you're still no, using well, that no, it takes it takes you so long to reply to my email ah, that's why <laughs> No, I just don't reply to emails full stop uh, because I'm super busy. I, know, you I are don't super have busy. a chance to respond to emails. Yeah, great. So, because uh, you're you, you are an Apple head, aren't you? I'm an Apple. Well, I, I am an Apple person. Yeah. I, I like their products. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I like Steve Jobs. Do you? So, do you like my jobs? Yeah. I like you Steve. Keep I, your own, I, you've got your own jobs. Keep them. No, I like I liked the original CEO of uh, Apple, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Which is good. Um, yeah. But um, not impressed with. Steve Wozniak, he's the guy who. No, 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 I'm not impressed with Apple at the moment. I mean, I've heard, but yeah. um, and the way they're trying to treat people at the moment. But um, but that's going across the board with all corporations. All corporations, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Tesco's having your red light and green light. Right, you, you, right, you can come in now and buy your food. Yeah, there's no that's way I would ever disgusting. do that ever. I've seen people stop and do that. I'm like, I've bought are you every, insane? Every single company that's doing stuff like that, I've completely boycotted. Yeah, I've boycotted all of them, and yeah, I've, I've, start, I've literally. I think we all need to boycott these companies boycott that are actually trying to dictate Take us. our freedom away. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. And it's Bring absolutely down, disgusting. Go back to small shops, yeah, small ahead. businesses. That's exactly what I've done. I go back to a little fruit and veg shop that I found in uh, Great yeah. Braxted. It's disgusting. Really lovely people. Anyone really that's making me or forcing me to wear a mask or do all of this stuff, yeah. they can, you can shove it up your backside. No. Uh, I'm not giving you any money. So, And I think if no. we all did that, we'd soon get back to normal. We would. Yeah, it would lift off so quick. Yeah. And the whole, I mean, the thing in Florida, for people. Tell me, I really can't, though. It's nice. 
to do nice things. I mean, you've got to worry about what other people think. You've got to wear your mask. For people right. who don't know, Florida lifted their restrictions. And Texas. And Texas and about 18. And they've had no problems. The, 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 the rate has gone down of apparent infection. Yeah. And they've just all the mask mandates, all the social distancing, and it's gone down. Yeah. And the, the people in charge cannot explain that now yeah. because you can't catch a virus. That's why it's gone down. Yeah. So because everyone's opened up and just gone back to living their lives, that's the reason. If we just do that over here, we will be fine. And the only people who die will be Boris and Matt yeah. um, because we'll all go out and start lynching them. Yeah, but seriously, yeah. if you just go back to your lives, ignore the government, go back to work, open up your shops and everything will go back to normal. Um, Happy now? You got off your chest? No, You're getting angry like me. Yeah, I'll get, I'll, I've I, caught I, it from I, you. I, I, I you caught, caught your you anger. You caught my anger. I caught your anger. I, I caught it earlier you know on. you catch stuff? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, you caught my anger. I caught, I yeah. caught it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can feel myself going down with it. I know. Uh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might need some medication. I know. I must have brought it home from work. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, no, you possibly did. Yeah, exactly. You probably, okay. you probably caught it from one of your clients at work. I did catch it. I, I, I caught anger from one of my clients. I'm uh, now passed it on it, to you. Is it angeritis? I, I don't know what it is. That's You're the one that's got it. That's that's. that's <laughs> what is it? You, you look really look like Eric Morgan yeah. when you said it. You're the one that's got it. <laughs> You're the one that's got it. I've got my glasses on. Hang on a second. Wait. There you go. I can't do it. I lost it. Oh, well. Oh, Roggish. No, you, oh, I can't remember. You're doing a great job. I, I tell you what, your impersonations are brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that? I know. You should take I, it up. Be, if you're doing impersonations as a magician, you'll make it to the top. Oh, I, you think? Yeah. I, think I used to impression the score, but I wasn't very good at them, as you could tell. I, I love uh, impression. Well, impersonation. Is it impression or impersonation? Well, uh, impression is the behaviour, but impersonation is what you're. So an impression. So I'm an impressionationist. Yeah, impressionationist. That's what it is. Yeah. That's great. Yes. Okay, um, great. So anyway, we're moving on to in 1992. I don't know if you remember. say moving on. We're really going backwards. Aren't we're going we? back. We're no, we're really going actually. We're going forwards. So we're going forwards 16 years. Okay. So 1992, and uh, it was uh, it's when the uh, IRA bombed the London Financial District, killing uh, no, three okay. people. Do you yes. remember that? Really? Uh, well, I remember the IRA bombing the financial. Yeah, district. I, I remember that think, as yeah. well. And uh, which was a really sad, obviously three people died, and uh, and obviously, well, that's what we were told. We were told, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I don't um, believe yeah. And then we know the RA bombed them, but who was funding them? That'd be interesting. I wonder if anyone really found out and yes. actually looked into that. But yeah, anyway, like don't ISIS. do that conspiracy theory. Oh yeah, no, it won't on the news. Would that be like ISIS in America? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, it was funded by the presidency. Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Uh, but at the same time, on a more uplifting note, the time that the London was being bombed. Euro Disney opened, me. <laughs> I did it. That's, yeah, that's a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, Euro Disney opened on the same day. Wow, that, that can't be a coincidence, surely. Surely there's got to be something linked to that somewhere. Yeah, both of us, Mickey Mouse, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, so anyway, uh, so yeah, and they uh, opened Euro, Euro Disney. You know, so they uh, we come obviously Disneyland Paris, mm. and I've been there three times now. I've been to Euro Disney. Yeah, I've only it. been I to Florida. It. Yeah, I've loved it. I love it. It's great. Okay. In the main one, in the main Disneyland hotel, which I stayed in, they've got like this uh, buffet. Yeah, and it's like fifty euros, and you can just eat as much as you like, and right. it's just the most amazing buffet you've ever had. I sat there with someone I, I, it was a girl I was seeing at the time. I said, "Do you fancy going Euro Disney?" And I just went. We went within a couple of weeks, within a week, just a spontaneous thing. And we stayed in a hotel, and we sat there. I think we got in there about seven o'clock at night, and we both really keen seafood. There was lo- honestly the lobster, crab, you name it, everything. Not just that, but meat as well and as when i was eating meat uh, and we sat there and we left about 20 past 11 at night we went for about four bottles of really expensive wine and all this food it's just absolutely phenomenal the food's really good but have you been to the florida one yes you have yeah three times uh, so did you think the french one was better the florida one um, i've heard because no. i've only been to florida no. one i've heard if you go to florida one you don't really like the french the french no no well no well i went to, i went to the florida one first all right which okay. i'm glad i did 
because it's um, I mean it's just an amazing experience. Yeah. But uh, but it's like a it's just like a mini version of it. You really only I think you know when I went there it's quite a while ago now. They literally only just built the Tower of Terror, the haunted hotel. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's really two days, really. It's two days, three days. Yeah. Uh, it's maximum. Other than that, it's just it's just like basically Magic Kingdom and another and another no, smaller one. one. It's yeah, like a universal. Say, there's so much. The yeah, Florida, but the Florida one, I mean, like like three weeks is you know oh, you you're going to need three weeks. Do, so do all of it. You need yeah, three yeah. weeks, and the weather's better. And, yeah. But um, yeah, no, I've been there. I took my girls there when they were kids, and uh, and I've been there a few times. And oh, I've had a few relationships, and I said, let's go, you know, Disney, and just yeah. took them. But uh, yeah, no, I've been really good. So, yeah. but yeah, that was. Uh, that opened on this day in uh, 1992 okay. uh, and uh, this will you like this one um, in 2012 on this day the Avengers was uh, premiered in Los Angeles oh really so, oh okay yeah, you yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I like the Marvel stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Stuff. So, of yeah. course the British people the Avengers was uh, a, a TV show with um, uh, uh, that's, that's Purdy they, with Purdy that's changed the name didn't they for UK audiences because the Avengers was actually a TV show yeah uh, Steed. Steed. Yeah. And so they had to call it um, something else to the had, new Avengers. They had they had to label it differently uh, from the American audience to the UK audience. Yeah. Because they couldn't call it that. Yeah. Um, apparently, as, as far as I remember. Yeah. But that is going back quite a bit. That's the first time the Avengers. Wow. Yeah. That's that. I used to really fancy doing a lovely when I was in my teens. I think. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, exactly. You said really. I'm like, I don't know why. No, I don't know why. No. Okay. I'm not saying she's not beautiful. Yeah, she's she's when, she was younger, she, when she was younger, I think she was. She's quite... still lovely now. If you're watching, I think you're lovely and no harm. I don't mean any harm by it. You're not my taste, but that's fine. I don't want to upset her. Just in case she's watching. <laughs> she will be watching. She, she's she's going, oh, hang on. She's like that. She's going, hang on a minute, love. Hang on, lovey. Lovey, lovey. Uh, boys are on. Yeah, she's exactly. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, yeah. come and watch us. Uh, that was a, a great impression of uh, Absolutely Fabulous there. Very good. Yeah. 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 Was that great? I wasn't even doing any person. Are we not? I was just doing that. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so the last one of all, in 2019, WikiLeaks found that Julia Assange was forcibly removed from the Ecuadorian embassy in London by police and arrested for failure to appear in court for UX extradition. Right. Because um, that's what you really want to do is when somebody's actually exposing the truth on all of the and the dirt on all the politicians so, yeah, and all the things that go around them. the world, you arrest them, lock them up, yes. and then punish them for the people. Yes, that's because right. obviously the people don't really want to know the truth about yeah, all the corrupt people. All the corruption that's gone on, we better lock him up. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't want the truth to come out about that at all. Yeah, so let's lock, let's lock him up and hush him up, and then uh, and then portray him as a really bad person. Yes, I've looked at a lot, a lot of the WikiLeaks stuff, and it's when you actually go and look at it and read some of the information that's on there, it's like wow. Yeah. How are these people still alive and in power? Makes uh, just you know. Anyway, yeah. it's something else. Anyway, so I'm just going to go back to the thing. Sam, hello, Sam. So Sam, who was here hey, with Sam. us? Yes, uh, hey, on Sam. On my birthday, hello, nice Sam. Nice to meet you, Sam. It was nice. It's lovely. She looks, I, don't, I don't. Did mean you not think it's I mean there. stunning when she turned up? Stunning. Yes, yeah, what's stunning? She looked very lovely. She, she looked very, very lovely. lovely. Yeah. So hello, yeah. Sam. She says hello. She kept her coat on for most of it, to be honest. <laughs> so I couldn't really tell. But um, she, but yeah, she did look. Well, yeah. She took the coat off and felt more comfortable. She said, "Love you guys." I'm so joking, Sam. Too, Sam. Teasing. So it's really good. Okay, so uh, that's the end of uh, what happened on this day. But I've had uh, instead of doing in the news, I've got four birthdays that have happened today. Okay, go on. Then. So uh, uh, in 1930, yes. going along with the old Apple 666 computer. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't say anything about that. That's no, no, no. not real. It's all a conspiracy. Easy tiger. Uh, yeah. So in 1930, Anton LaVey, the American founder of the Church of Satan, was born on this day in Chicago in Illinois. Okay. So there you go. Well, at the I Church thought, of Satan. I thought it was born 2,000 years ago in Rome, but anyway. Okay. Okay. So anyway. Uh, in 1960, uh, Jeremy Clarkson oh. was born today. Oh, happy, happy birthday, Jeremy. Happy birthday, Jeremy. Yeah, very good. Yes. 
1982, a few sports people out there, Ian Bell, who was a really great cricketer, um, excellent cricketer when I used to watch cricket. Mm. Uh, although I could be this hat, could actually. Is it cricket hat? I, I think it's a cricket hat. Do you? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not. It's great delivery, that. It's fantastic oh, delivery. Yeah, I'm not uh, into cricket, so I don't know. No. I didn't tell you what hats in cricket. I thought. Do they? No, um, no, well, the, the spectators do. Oh, spectators do. Yeah. Okay. So it's in the Yorkshire ones. So it's a spectator hat, not it's a spectator hat. hat. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a spectator's hat for cricket. Or but surely it's a spectator's hat. You could wear it at any spectator sport. It doesn't necessarily have to be associated with cricket. No, you're no. right. <clears throat> so it's more of a spectator I'm going to wear it at ice hockey to keep the sun out of me, honestly. Uh, right, anyway, so yeah, so Ian Bell was his birthday. Bell, okay, yeah. And uh, finally, and to wrap it all up, uh, Josh Stone, remember the oh, singer? Yes. English singer and songwriter, born in Dover in Kent. Uh, she was born in 1987 on this day. Oh. So there you go. Well, so that's all the yeah, small talk, jibber jabber, unnecessary fun facts information over for this week. Brilliant. Is that it? Are we I'm, wrapping up? I think we might be wrapping up. I think up. they're probably ready for us to wrap up now. Do you yeah. think? I think they're probably ready to go. Hang on, we've got Claire. Claire, Claire. Claire Magnus. Love the chemistry between Hi, you Claire. guys. Very entertaining. There ain't no chemistry between me and him. I can tell you that for nothing. <laughs> no, it's more a hot poker rod <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's, that's sitting between us right now and keeps us motivated, yeah. keeps us moving. A barbed wire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it depends how we're feeling, what mood we're in that yeah, night. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, <laughs> we've got a wetsuit underneath this table. I tell you, it's, uh, it's not... The shirt and the jumper just for show. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it's really. So I've not heard that before. It made me jump. It didn't make me yeah, jump. Yeah. Um, that wasn't rehearsed at all. It was just off the spot. Nothing's rehearsed. Nothing. No, Apart I don't rehearse from I me doing the uh, on this day. Yeah, on this day. I rehearsed yeah, that a little bit. He doesn't rehearse it. He just writes it down. It's not like really. a rehearsal. I do, do rehearse. You rehearse it. Do you rehearse saying that to yourself before I get here? Over and over and over. Yeah. I have a fear of failure. Is that why I need to switch off? Is that why we're coming in? You don't want to be judged. Yeah, I don't want to be judged by our audience. Right. Oh, look. Look at him. Look. Didn't get that right, did he? No, Called himself a podcaster. Yeah. I ain't listening to him. You know what he's made, He makes too many mistakes. It's terrible. They're going to have written those down and check them. They're going to fact check They're going to fact check me. Fact Shite. check you on all those things. And next week they come and say, no, you was wrong about no, it. That was the wrong name, wrong, wrong day. Do you know what? They're going to take the podcast down. <laughs> they'll take the podcast down because they're going to fact check us. And they'll go, mm, no, see? No. One day out. Yeah. It was April the 12th, yeah, actually. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook remove us for getting the wrong facts. That'd yeah. be brilliant. And then I go, yeah, but you're in New Zealand, so you're a day ahead. So, mm. right. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you even form an answer for that. Oh, I know. That's you good. sat there and analysed that way too long. I know, seriously. That's, I know. that's my right. spontaneity, though. It works. Exactly. Okay, great. I do like a bit of spontaneity. Anyway, hello, Claire. Uh, 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 hello, Claire. Claire's one of my clients in India. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Is it? it you just called it. You just called well, it. I'm wondering, is it? Is it? Uh, it? Is is she? I'm loving it. You, mind you, it might work these days because people don't want to be called him or her these days. They want to be called they. So maybe we could try calling him it. Could call him it. Uh, they might get offended at that as well. Not you, Claire, obviously. I'm just talking generally. Did you see the Irish video I put out with the Irish lady? Uh, oh, from yes. Who was talking about the vaccine? Oh, yeah. yeah. Fear. I love fear. fear. I love fear. Oh, I love a bit of fear. Yeah. yeah. I'm addicted yeah. to fear. I'm addicted to fear. Yeah. I love being a victim. I come home, I sit down, I watch the news, I love being in fear. Um, Honestly, like, I saw that. Brilliant. I was like, I literally, what? I was on my I'd love t- to meet her. It was on my chat with her. It was on my Telegram post. And I was flicking through like the World Doctors Alliance. I keep pushing that guy's going. There. So I was wondering. Anyway, that, that video was up. And I thought, cool. So I looked at her. It was about 50 seconds. I thought, I'll listen to that. Anyway, she played that. Anyway, blonde hair, blue eyes, brilliant sense of humor. I'm like, I've just fallen in love. Yeah. I, I, saw, I posted, I said, I want to marry this woman. What's her number? Yeah. It was brilliant. It was she so was brilliant. Fantastic. Honestly, I posted that and I think I looked at, I went back. 
because my phone was pinging and I'd, I had something like 42 shares and 800 and something views of that video in about an hour and a half. Yeah, that's the most, <laughs> but, that's the most exposed like, wow. you've had on the post, isn't it? I know, yeah, it wasn't even you. It wasn't even you. No, I know, tell me about it. Um, yeah. uh, so, no, that was a good video. I enjoyed that. It was, that. It, it video, was good yeah. sarcasm. Yeah, really and then one I posted a couple of days ago about the vaccines and stuff that goes into it, into the details. found that quite interesting. Obviously, yeah. no one really commented on that. No, of course not. Well, they wouldn't. No, no, no. Fry their brains. Exactly. Um, so I just want to say thank you everyone for watching. Uh, thank you for being part of uh, this this nonsense that we rattled on today. Every fortnight. Uh, every we fortnight. Do fortnightly uh, nonsense. We do appreciate everyone who listens and follows us. And if you do know anyone who is running beliefs or or is doing behaviours that might benefit from the video, please like, share, pass it on because that's that's we share information to help people see what they're doing wrong so they can then go and solve it. We can't solve it through the screen, but we share the information just to help people. Yeah. And we try and share the right information that we know works 100% of the time or 98% of the time to solve the person's problem rather than just things that just are very hit and miss. Yeah, I so you, and I'll say 99% of the time with me. With you, it's 99% of the time with you. Okay. We're not, he's not competitive at all in a slightest. Oh, yes, I am. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> um, uh, so... <laughs> is punch going to pop up any now and, and, and judy and just sort of start slapping you with a i stick. don't know i look um, forward to that yeah uh what being slapped with a stick yeah wait a minute i'll go and get one would a bread I'll roll take, do? I'll take anything right now. Would a bread roll do? There's one there. I'll whack you with a bread roll. Um, there is actually a bread roll though. That's why I mentioned it. Um, so no, thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time um, uh, with another podcast. Thank you everyone for watching. Would you like to say anything? Yeah. So if you want to uh, get in touch with Jonathan. Um, well, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, no, if you want to get in touch with Jonathan, uh, you're not too big for a slap. <laughs> to, to, you get in touch I can with... take that hat off of you, you realise that? I can give it to you. Yeah. Save you the hassle. There you go. <laughs> uh, right. So, anyway. Um, uh, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. No. Uh, so, anyway, if you did want to get in, Jonathan, in touch with Jonathan, you can go to his website, which is the uh, dtosystem.com. You can get in touch with me if you want to work with me. I've got lots of people working with me right now. I'm quite busy, but uh, please reach out to me. Oh, you're super busy, are you? Yeah, I'm worse because you just updated my website and actually put all the stuff I've done four weeks ago up live. Now. Exactly, so, yeah. That's really good. Um, so, yeah, so I've got a lot more information on there. Uh, yeah, so that's healingthemind.co.uk. Or yeah. if you want something with your business or you want to reach out to us, you can go to the inside hyphen out effect uk. you can go to our youtube channel which is the inside out effect with stephen and jonathan or our facebook page and blah 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 blah, 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 blah. so much of that stuff now but you can find us anywhere and uh, if you don't reach out to us then we don't really care well no, i care i care about people who don't. I, no, I care I, about I, people but i don't care if they don't reach out to me i lay awake worrying about the people who don't reach out to us wondering yeah. what they're doing mm. and why not reaching out it, yeah. it troubles me it, 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 it leaves a hole in my heart yeah and, and saddens myself. That's a lot of worrying because that's seven and a half billion people right now that you're worried about. Let's <laughs> say it's quite a few. No wonder, no wonder you're having sleepless nights. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's, what it, that's what it is. That's why I'm sleeping like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, great. We're going to leave it there, shall we? Okay, yeah. See you later. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. See you next week or in a fortnight's time uh, on the Inside Out Effect. Take care now. Take All the best care. now. And bye. Goodbye. Bye. See ya.